You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Another exciting part of sports this morning, the Proteus. They are expected to experience World Cup pressure in its rawest form as India's Blue Army will fill Kolkata's Eden Gardens for the 2023 Cricket World Cup fixture. Now, the game starts at 10.30 with the hosts seen as one of the contenders for the title. Now, some analysts are saying India's opener Rohit Sharma and his South African counterpart Quinton de Kock could well decide the outcome of this much-awaited clash. I'm waiting for it. I've been watching the cricket and and I must say, I'm happy with what I'm seeing so far, but let's speak to someone um, who is of course watching this front and center and that's cricket commentator Neil Manthrop who's joining us now. Let's just talk about this encounter. For you, what are some of the things you'd be looking out for in terms of making sure that you know we watch South Africa's performance and how we've been doing so far? First of all, it's a it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. In fact, it's once in several lifetimes opportunity to play. It's to play against India at Eden Gardens, which for me is the spiritual home of cricket. People say that Lords is the home of cricket in London, but I think this is where its heart beats. Seventy thousand people. It's sold out. It's the greatest occasion in in Southern Asia, um, and uh, in my mind in the world um i've just been for a run around the stadium five hours before the start and it's already buzzing there are thousands and thousands of people around stall holders selling samosas and japatis and breakfast and coffee and chai and um and you know what makes it even more special in many ways is that south africa have already qualified for the semi-finals as have india so it's an opportunity to really enjoy the occasion I don't want to make it sound like there's nothing on this game because they're top of the table. India are unbeaten in seven games and won all seven. South Africa have won six of their seven. So this is number one against number two. And it lays down a really important marker for, for the rest of the tournament and for the semifinals. Um, but it does give the South African players the opportunity to soak up and um, appreciate an atmosphere that many of them won't have a, uh, have a experience. Well, none of them will have experienced in their lives before and probably won't experience again. Please bring me some samosas and some chai when you come back. But um, do, you th- <laughs> <laughs> do you think, though, that uh, Rohit Sharma could be a serious threat to us? Oh, yeah, definitely. The Indian captain's been in great form, but not nearly the form that Quinton de Kock has been in. De Kock has scored four hundreds in seven games. It's not quite unprecedented, but one more hundred, and uh, he will actually equal the record of Rohit Sharma himself, who scored five hundreds in the last tournament four years ago, which India didn't make part, uh, got beaten in the semi-finals. But the, you're right to pinpoint those two, both opening the batting, both in tremendous form. But I think it actually might come down to the bowlers. Um, India's fi- uh, fast bowlers have been absolutely on fire, but then so has Marco Janssen and Kajisa uh, Rabada for, for South Africa. So um, there's not much to choose between the two teams. They're quite similar in the sense that they've got very specialist players rather than all-rounders. So uh, a very specialist top six batsman, none of whom bowl, and then four or five very specialist bowlers. Um, they've only got um, Ravi Jadeja for India, who bowls spin and bats. 
and Marco Janssen. They both bat at seven, but really it's the batsmen against the batsmen and the bowlers against the bowlers. And it's very difficult to, to choose between the two sides. As I said, South Africa have been winning and winning huge by huge margins. Um, but so have India. They beat Sri Lanka in their last game by 302 runs. So it's tough to call. And out on current form, they're the two best teams in the world. And, and, and you know, for me, it, it's these nail-biting encounters that, uh, you know, make me want to call the, the medical aid guys and say, please be on standby because, wow. Let, let, let's speak about, you know, obviously some of the records that have been set here, some of the, you know, as we've seen both teams on, on a winning streak, we've seen a lot of pressure even on both sides to try and clinch um, you know the, the 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 this particular um you know championship and as the becoming the champions in the final of this World Cup, a lot of us South Africans are watching to see if the Proteas can do this. But will we continue with our winning streak? Do you think? Um, I I'm tipping us to win actually, and I'm one of the few that that is um, tipping us to win this game. I'm not. I won't go so far as to say it's the whole World Cup that I'm tipping South Africa to win, but I mm. think that upset the host today. And I think that when I said that on current form, they're the two best teams in the world, I also would point out that they have the greatest weight of expectation on their shoulders um, because of South Africa's record at World Cups over the last 24 years, uh, finding ways to lose when even when they've been the red-hot favourites. They've never won a World Cup. Um, but for all the weight of expectation and all the so-called pressure, um, which I don't really think is a good thing to talk about in sport, um, but but for all of that, uh, for all the weight of expectation on their shoulders, they should remember that there's 1.4 billion Indians compared to 62 Ooh. million South Africans <laughs> who are expecting. I mean, honestly, I, it just every step you take in the country, you, you feel the increasing expectation that India should win the World Cup and will win the World Cup on home soil. And South Africa must remember that, you know, when there is a pressure situation, when they've got a bowl of tidy over, when they need a wicket, when they need um, 10 off and over, they must try and remind themselves that as much as they're feeling uh, that um, expectation, it'll be tenfold on the shoulders of the Indian players. Hey, Neil, uh, one thing, though, I'm expecting you to bring me back my chai and samosas, ne? That's... <laughs> That's just... I'll bring you some chai tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> I will appreciate that. But uh, let's see what this match has in store for us. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Already saying the atmosphere is electrifying at the stadium. That's uh, Neil Manthope, who's uh, a cricket uh, comment, who's a cricket commentator. So this is 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 quite an exciting encounter, kicking off at ten thirty. So we'll be watching that one. But uh, of course. We promised you it's a sporting Sunday. Yeah, I still say mapagapagasur. Um, as we are staying with soccer news, Mamelodi Sundowns also will today play in the first ever CAF African Football League, the AFL final. They face Morocco's Wadad Atlantic Athletic Club at Casablanca's State Mohammed in the two-legged final. Now, the game starts at 8 p.m. South African time. So you have no excuse, really. We need to watch this one. Um, the the second leg will be played in Pretoria's Loftus Versfeld Stadium next Sunday. The winner of the tournament, brace yourselves, 
walks away with 70 million rands and the runner-up gets 57 million. So what are you expecting from this thrilling final between Africa's two most enterprising clubs? So do talk to us about that particular one because certainly it's one of those games that I'll be watching tonight. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.